0: Good evening once again, and thank you for joining me for the Salvation Meeting here on Fortress Radio. We're into that wonderful time of year again that we call Advent. That beautiful month before Christmas that we set aside each year to prepare ourselves for the coming of the light. Jesus, the light of the world, who came to earth, his world, as a baby over 2,000 years ago. We do have a tendency sometimes to call this planet our world. And a song that's very dear to me, sung by our own Songster Brigade here in Lincoln just yesterday, and which we'll be hearing later in the meeting, says, come into our world. And I know that we all understand exactly what Joy Webb was saying when she wrote that lovely song nearly 50 years ago. More of that later, though. But right now, let's sing together the more recent Advent carol, Chick Ewell's The Light Has Come, which is number 133 in our Salvation Army songbook. Wonderful counsellor, mighty God among us, everlasting Father, Prince who rules in peace, to us a child is born, to us a son is given, to those who walked in darkness... The light has come. As we pray together now, I'd like us to focus our thoughts and minds on the words of song number 66. This is a song that I hadn't sung for quite some years, but it came up very freshly to me recently when we were privileged to record a Songs of Praise programme for the BBC in Lincoln Cathedral. I believe that some of that might be going out in the UK next weekend, so keep an eye open for it. But we sang this beautiful song, This Is My Father's World. Either sing along or listen as we hear the New York staff band play that melody for us now. And dear Lord God, we thank you that 2,000 years ago you did send your Son into your world, our world, to be our friend, to be our leader, to be an inspiration, but much, much more than that, to be our salvation, to be your world's salvation to be the only way to salvation. What a wonderful privilege that is, as Christians that we have, that we can reach you directly through your Son. And we pray for your followers, your lovers all around the world. Be near to them, give them strength, and help us all to take your light into this dark world. We realise, Lord, that this world needs you today more than it ever has. As the words of Joyweb's song say, we need you now. A world of loneliness. A world where children cry for bread. A world where men fight men in hatred. A world that has forgotten you. A world that has forgotten how to pray. Help us to take your light into this world. Be with us all with everything that we try to do this Advent season. To share you, to share your love, to share your light with the people that we meet. Be with all your children who need you in a special way this evening. We all know many people who are ill who are tired, who may be in hospital. Some may be nearing the end of their earthly life and looking forward to coming to spend time with you, eternity with you, in glory. Wrap your arms around all your children tonight, Lord, and meet their needs. Amen. Song number 114 in our songbook also speaks of Jesus leaving his heavenly home and coming to dwell amongst us. We'll be looking more at that tremendous event very soon. But right now, let us worship the Lord who left his heavenly throne. You might want to sing along with the Regent Hall band as we use this song. Here I am to worship.
1: I'll never know how much it costs to see my safe.
0: that Jesus, as the light of the world, came to Bethlehem all those years ago to live amongst man, to serve, to preach, to teach, to heal, to travel and to call others. Ultimately, of course, he came to die on that cross of sacrifice at Calvary. It might be something that we, as Christians who've been to church every week of our lives, take almost for granted at times. We know it happened sometimes I wonder that the whole magnitude of it all gets a little bit lost, maybe starts to dim a little over time, as our acceptance of and the familiarity with that whole story just takes over a bit. Well there was no point of Jesus coming to save us if we do not do all that we then can to share the light of the world with everyone – yes, everyone I mean – That's to you too, your postman, your refuse collector, the girl on the supermarket checkout, your taxi driver, everyone. They may well need Jesus very much right today. And you, you may be the only opportunity they have to hear about Jesus. What a responsibility that is for each one of us who call ourselves by his name. So often, aren't we? We're led by the children, and the children lead the way. And so we're going to hear now from the singing company. Well, actually, it's the Sunbury Junior Singers as they promise to let their little light shine. reading for today is taken from Isaiah chapter 9, verses 2, and then verses 6 to 7. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness a light has dawned. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing it and upholding it with justice And righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Amen. I found a lovely little poem this week on the internet. It's from a book called A Voice in the Wilderness by a writer called Justin Farley and that book is available for you to purchase should you wish to read it. But for now I'm going to read a poem from that book called Shine Your Light while we listen to Richard Phillips play another beautiful song by Joy Webb The Candle of the Lord. If you find a light illuminating in the darkness, don't keep it hidden, but hold it high for all to see. If you find the key to all the people living in bondage, don't let them continue to drag their shackles, set the people free. If you find sheep, Wandering lost without a shepherd, grab your stuff and lead. You don't need to be perfect or experienced. The starving don't need a royal banquet, just someone to feed. If you come across fields where harvests are few and far between, don't be afraid to sow. To replace scorched earth with pastures of green. And if you find the Royal Highway, don't just tell others where it's at. For words carry no weight if they're not. Many years ago now, I went on a family holiday to Scotland with my parents and sisters. We stayed in that lovely Salvation Army holiday home that we had there at the time in Balvonny. And while we were there, the Salvation Army held a National Congress in Glasgow, and we went to a few events. Now, I'm afraid I don't remember too much about those events, but one thing that I do remember is being amazed to discover that the theme chorus for the whole Congress and the wonderful march that had included it, New Generation, had both been written by a young Salvationist, a young Salvationist who was on duty that very day with air band. And quite shyly, this young man stood to acknowledge the applause that quite rightly recognised and acknowledged his skill. Many years later, that same writer, Of course, it's Peter Graham, composed a wonderful band selection, using two of the songs that feature elsewhere in the meeting this evening. And we're going to hear that selection, Shine as the Light, played now by the International Staff Band.
2: Thank okay. okay. you.
0: It's very appropriate this evening to thank God for the life and service of Major Joy Webb. Joy now lives in retirement, but over many years I've had lots of reasons to thank the Lord for the great service that she's given, the beautiful songs that she's written. And yes, I can remember right back to the days of the Joystrings because as a very small lad I remember them coming to my parents' appointment at Newport. But Joy also led the music schools that my sisters attended at Sunbury Court. And we heard the Sunbury Junior Singers earlier in this meeting. In fact, before I was even around, Joy Webb sang a solo at my parents' wedding. Joy having been my mum's sergeant in the training college at Denmark Hill. In fact, I'll let you into a little secret here my mum taught Joy Webb her first guitar chords. Who knew what that would lead to? But I digress. As well as writing Candle of the Lord that we've heard tonight, played so beautifully by Richard and the ISB, Joy wrote the song that I referred to at the start of the meeting, Come Into Our World, which we're going to now hear sung by the Southern Chorus. Do you ever wish that you could travel in time? It's something that's always fascinated me, and although I'm well aware that all the science, Einstein's theories and so much more tell us that it simply can't happen, I still wish it could. So, when I watch films like Back to the Future or 12 Monkeys, or my own personal favourite starring Christopher Reeve and Jane Seymour, Somewhere in Time, I can't help but start imagining what if. What if I could go there? What if I could go then? And I know I won't be alone in that sort of thinking. But I often marvel when I read Isaiah and the other prophets. What went through their minds when they had these marvellous revelations from God just suddenly pop into their heads? In the reading we shared earlier, and one that is so familiar to us all through our lifetimes of attending carol services, Isaiah speaks some of the most important words in the whole Bible. For he tells us, as clearly as it could possibly be, about Jesus Christ coming into the world. Not only that, of course, but Isaiah also prophesies elsewhere, telling us about the ultimate sacrifice that Jesus was going to make to save mankind from the evil grip of Satan and his hordes. It's fascinating stuff to study, I promise you. Now I wonder if Isaiah ever wished he could have some kind of time machine some Old Testament DeLorean chariot that he whizzed up to 88 miles per hour and flash, travelled to see the result of what he had prophesied hundreds of years before. Wouldn't that have been a wonderful experience? To have had the prophecy in the first place and then to have seen it come to pass? Wow. What about the prophecy of Isaiah 53. How could Isaiah then have ever got his head round the idea of the world rejecting this wonderful gift that he prophesied in chapter 9? Surely that would have broken his heart if he had been able to witness the suffering of Christ in such live, vivid detail. Well maybe that might be a dream, but of course It couldn't come to pass. Isaiah never had his time machine and neither will we. But coming back to reality, it's still so heartbreaking that this was all spelt out so clearly for us hundreds of years before it happened and still we didn't get it. Still we never saw the signs. Still we rejected the gift when the gift was given. But we know the story of Jesus. We know what happened. We know that he came to earth as a baby. We know how he lived his life. We know that he died for us on Calvary. and We know that he was risen from the dead three days later and now has ascended to heaven to sit at God's right hand. But also to be the Saviour Of the world. It's such a wonderful story that many other writers since have tried to expound on it, to expand on the prophecies, to expand on the real history by using their own skill and experience. Two such examples of that would be Tolkien and C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis was very famously a devout and committed Christian some of his books are explicitly Christian and have been important study tools for us for many years in our Christian development. But even in the books that made him a world-famous man, known as the Chronicles of Narnia, Lewis took this Bible message and gave those books a great depth of Christian teaching. For instance, in the book The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe, we read about how evil comes into a world of light and beauty, and that evil suppresses the light, suppresses the beauty and robs the world of all its joy and hope. How like our real world is that? I'm sure we all know that story well. Several years ago, I had the great privilege to work with a wonderful youth theatre group in Portsmouth, and I was asked to compose the music for what turned out to be a sellout run of The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe at the King's Theatre in Southsea. At the start of Act Two, I wrote a song that was to be sung as the ice of the world of darkness had begun to melt, as the first few flowers began to pop through and show their heads in this world where colour and beauty had been dormant for so long. I tried to write the song as if the one true light was let back into the world. Of course, that's just what Lewis intended in the original book. As each new person joined and took that light... It became, as Joy Webb wrote, that myriad flames expanding to a whole. And soon this light was passed from soul to soul, and in the end, the evil was defeated. Oh, how we want that to happen in our world today! What an advent that would be! Well why don't we help make it happen? Let's start with you and me. Take the light of Jesus to your world. When the
3: world has first begun, the light shone down on everyone on the earth, a garden And air with fragrance Sweet perfume was filled And everywhere was beautiful A paradise in heaven's perfect light So keep a flame burning in your heart And help. The light to start to illuminate a part of some dark world where hatred holds its sway and bring a brighter way. Share your light today. Soon the darkness dimmed the light, an endless day gave way to night, An evil fell throughout the land. And fingers spread from icy hand brought cold. A winter time fell everywhere, and paradise lay beneath. So keep that flame burning in your heart And help the light to start To illuminate a part of this dark world Where hatred holds its sway And bring a brighter share your light today. Yet in this darkness hope remained, a tiny light was unrestrained, a flickering candle in a heart which shed with others. Is dead to start to grow And lift the darkness Of the world As paradise Spread from soul to soul So keep that flame Burning in your heart And help the light to start Of this dark world Where hatred holds its way And bring a right away Share your light today Just keep that flame Burning in your heart And help the light to start To illuminate upon of this world. The hated sway, and bring away your light today
0: our closing song tonight is song number 96. This came originally from the musical Jesus Folk by Generals John Gowans and John Larson. But it's a song that's so right for us this Advent. The third verse of this song reads, Is there a name for meaning? Is there a name for might? Is there a name for mercy? A name for life and light? Have we a name for laughter? Have we a name for grace? Have we a name for glory? transcending time and space. Yes, there is. And that name is the name of Jesus, the light of the world. So let's raise our voices together in affirmation of what we believe and may each of us promise to share the light that is in our hearts with everyone we meet this Advent. Let's sing this lovely song together and then after our benediction, We're going to close tonight by hearing Shine On Us. And Lord, tonight, as we think about your coming to earth as a baby all those thousands of years ago, we thank you for everything that you have done for us. We praise you for the creation of such a beautiful world. We thank you and worship you for coming to save us. And we pray that you will shine your light on each of us this Christmas. Bless us all. Help us. Inspire us to share your light with those we meet. Amen.